You're listening to Trot the Egg In, a podcast sponsored by Bydell Sports, working closely with Witness Rugby Union Football Club and hosted by Dan and John. The permanent move to Sedge comes along, mate, and that, what, how, what was the talk there and how did the early years go for you? So, yeah, two, 2008, um, you know, there was there was talk of me saying at sale, that went a bit quiet. Um, I think everyone, all the young lads had agents at the time. Um, not sure how interested he was in the young lads, to be honest. You know, when yeah. they, they're more bothered about how much money they can make at the uh, the top end of it, to be honest. But, yeah. you know, there was a few other options and a few rumours. But I, I wanted to say it said, to be honest. They were in the championship. Um, it was, you know, 45 minutes down the road. The championship was a strong league. I was starting every week. So, my, you know, my agent at the time, he wasn't very happy. But, you know, it was my choice. It was my career. Yeah. You know, I 100% made the right choice. Happy. You know, I, I know so many lads that have chased dreams and promises and ended up playing about 50 games in the whole career. So I just wanted to play rugby, to be honest. Uh, after one one permanent season at Sedge, we, we then got relegated into level three, which was which was national one. Uh, they changed the rules at Christmas. So instead of two going down, they, they wanted to relegate five to make a team, a, a league of 12 instead of 16. And unfortunately, we got relegated. So... And, and that I, and that happened in that season. That that was the so that was in the season after I left uh, Sale, I think it was. So I then had like a huge decision to make. It was either leave leave Sedge and, and sign for a club in a higher league or commit to Sedge. But I was only twenty two to be honest. Um, you know, I, I wasn't going to abandon ship even after only three years. I felt a loyalty to Sedge to try and try and get us back up and you know from that moment when I signed for the for the for the year after I was committed then you know there was lots of lads left after relegation you know which is understandable you know we yeah. had to try and try and rebuild which was a lot tougher than we imagined at the time but you know dad always said to me he said just, my dad you know when I was growing up and, and, and my early years he was just make sure you get some out of every game you never know who's watching you know even at 50-0 down you can still earn respect that you can still get something out of the game so I never forgot that uh, we then spent five years in National One. Um, we then had a nightmare season. We got Clive Griffiths as coach, who'd been at Doncaster, he'd done Wales, uh, North Wales Crusaders. Yeah, did really well. Come in, we were doing really well after five games. He leaves to go to Doncaster. The other two coaches leave as well, um, which basically leaves two or three of us senior lads. Well, we, I wasn't really senior to be honest with you. I was twenty three, but. Um, experienced lads in charge, and and that was the toughest toughest year of, of, of my career mentally. I think it was. We ended up getting relegated, so um, we've we we've then spent the last seven years in National Two North. But from from twenty ten to twenty sixteen, I had a job doing uh, permanent nights, uh, which wasn't wasn't the most sensible choice. But I got to see the kids growing up, which was the main thing. But I'd, I'd yeah. work most Friday nights, and then. Travel to London for a game and then straight from Sedge to work. Some weekends I just I wouldn't sleep for 48, 60 hours. Like it's mad. But um, yeah, I've got quite a bit of OCD in my life. So I don't really like change, to be honest with you. And I think when things are going, you know, when you're just into something, you don't like yeah. it. So I, I like things to be planned and, and mapped out and, you know, just don't really like it when it's spontaneous. So don't get me wrong, there's been, there's been some tough times with Sedge, you know, where things have been really tough and challenging. The easy option may have been to to move to try and play in a higher league or chase some money, but I, I wasn't interested to be honest with you. Said just felt like my club. It felt like 
the home for my career. It felt like the wids, but but playing at a bit of a higher level. That was all. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had heavy losses and relegations. The coaches leaving, and having to run sessions and tell you some of your teammates they're not picked for that weekend. And but being being captain as well, I felt a bit of a a responsibility for some failures as well. So that's probably why I've stayed. You know, um, and I never never considered leaving. We've had a couple of playoff defeats as well, but I always believe everything happens for a reason in life and, and the positives, they, they far outweigh the negatives in my career, especially at Sedgley as well. And I'll, I'll be forever indebted to the club for everything they've given me and the memories I've made, but most importantly, the friendships over the years with all different teammates and, and the uh, speckies and the people that run the club, yeah. the bus trips and the, the team socials and court sessions. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully when I retire eventually, whenever that may be, hopefully Sedge will be, be grateful the other way as well for the commitment and loyalty that I've shown over the last 15 years. Well, next year's 16th season and hopefully still got a few more to go. But um, I feel blessed and honoured to have played 361 league games for them and, and cup games and friendlies. But my my kids, well, they're 11 and, and 8 now, you know, they've, they've grown up coming to Sedge every week. They love it. Our Andy joined me. There he's played two hundred games and scored a load of tries and Nicky, my mum and dad and any friends that have ever been to watch watch us there and after pre match meal, they've been welcomed with with open arms and absolutely loved it as well. So that makes me happy. But it's not just about about me having fun on a Saturday and stuff. And and I must say Nicky has been from from the get go, like been so supportive of me, you know, with the kids growing up and me yeah. just coming in from work and up to 62 for training and down to London playing and stuff so you know it's not easy being a rugby widow I've been lucky in that sense very much so so while we're on that subject mate how, how is it juggling like you said that I remember when you were you were working them nights and you come to the club to see Lammy and that for a pint and pock and you yeah. look dead on your feet at times uh, you've got your young family what you're saying you've got your rugby hours juggling oh, oh, how was it I, I honestly looking back now I don't know I did it mate uh, lads, lads used to say to me at the time, "What the hell are you doing? Like, how are you doing it?" I'd, I'd literally get on the bus, I'd try and have a sleep. You, you'd get five minutes in, and someone would stand over you to try and go for the wee. And I, I just think at the time, I had it in my head that I, I worked nights. I was home for seven in the morning. I'd stay up. I'd take the kids to school. I could, you know, do whatever I wanted. I'd have a couple of hours and I'd go back. But I just never seemed to sleep. And it got to like six years. I was rock bottom on vitamin D. I was absolutely exhausted uh, most weekends because I'd work most Friday nights and Saturday nights. And then I just got to the point where I said, I can't do this anymore. It's The kids were getting a little bit older. You need you need more quality rather than, than quantity time. Do you know what I mean? So Definitely, mate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and them, them talks you've had to have with lads leaving them out, I imagine that's something you never expect to do. No. So how, how were them chats? Oh, God, mate. I... What it was at the time, we had a player called Lou McGowan who was the second row, and he was injured for the season. So they sort yeah. of give him the head, the, the the acting head coach role, and then there was a couple of other lads who we we sort of like help run the sessions, plan the sessions, pick the teams. It was it was probably only for about fifteen twenty games, but it was when we were sort of struggling, uh, trying to stay up, and we ended like I said, we ended up getting relegated. It was horrible. Um, you know, there was how do you explain to blah blah, you know player A, you're not getting picked over player B and stuff like that. You're not a coach, you're just a teammate, do you know what I mean? You shouldn't yeah. 
you shouldn't be put in them positions. But at the time, you, you know, you, you do what, what what you can to help the team, and you just put your hand up to help out. But it, it was hard to be honest. I think what what's hard is sort of being honest with people and. I know lads like honesty and stuff like that, but you don't want to fall out with with teammates um, doing something that you you never sort of signed up to do. Yeah, it's all right being a captain or being a player and stuff like that, but being a coach is a, a complete completely different kettle of fish. Like it's it's so. Yeah. I think I think that's probably when I realised you know how hard how hard it actually is. Yeah. So again, I'm sure said like we've touched on as much as you've give you've give to them, they, they'll understand what you've done. I don't think you'll get forgotten. It does come across from your socials that it is very much the width away from the width, isn't it? No, Just under no, a different banner. It definitely is, mate. And I've said that so, from the uh, from, from the minute I got there. You know, the Wids and Sedgley were in a similar league probably 20 years ago, 22 years ago. I think our guys actually played against Sedgley. Uh, right. And it just so happened that Sedge had a couple of people who, put a bit of money into it and they got them up to the championship, but they were always sort of fighting above the weight. Um, and it does, it, it's a real family club. And I think, I think some lads, you know, may, may get the impression that when you're playing at a club, that's four or five leagues above. It's, it's very, um, you know, sort of, I don't know what the word is. Um, I know how it was portrayed towards you. Rock up, you yeah. play, you get your money, you go home, yeah. isn't it? Honestly, mate. Yeah. You, you, don't get me wrong, John. You, you'll get clubs. You will get clubs. And I know clubs who, who are like that and they have a high turnover of players. They're only interested. You know, as soon as they get relegated, they're all gone. And, and that's where that's yeah. where clubs tumble six or seven leagues in six or seven years. But Sedge has never, ever felt like that for me. The first couple of years was tough because, yeah, we probably did have some lads who played at a really high level and were just sort of trying to milk the club for money. But I think after a few years when we sort of come down a league and, and everything plateaued out, everyone was there for the right reasons. And yeah, it just, it honestly just feels like you, you walk in the clubhouse for me and it's like walking in the woods. You know, I might not, yeah. might not know as many people or, but it, it is, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. And it means just as much to your mate, obviously. So while you've been there, mate, you've had, you've had the honour of, Playing for Lancashire many times, winning silverware, playing at the uh, the HQ, and also being skipper. Talk us through that phase. Yeah, so uh, I was lucky enough to play for Lancs for about I think it was about seven seasons. Um, I managed to win it four or five times at Twickers in that time. But it's it's hard after a, a ten month club season. You know, you, by the time you've done your pre season uh, for two months and then eight months of, uh, of games. Sometimes when when your club season has not gone so well, or it, you know, even if it has gone so well, you just want you know you want you want another month. You want the season to to prolong. And, and Lancashire is like it's like nothing else. The the county championship. It's a great way you play three games in May with a chance. You know, the prize is Twickenham for a weekend. Yeah. You know, it's it's too too good to turn down. Sometimes um, you get to meet new teammates who usually be rivals and stuff like that. But yeah, so 2010, I think it was, when I was captain. Um, Johnny Rodham, he was captain at the time for, for that season, for them three games. But I think he was on a stag do for the final. So I was, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was working in, uh, I was 23. I was working at Preston's. Uh, yeah. I got a phone call. He'd probably find me half an hour's wages if he finds out. I answered the yeah. phone. <laughs> I get a phone call off Mark Nelson, Nelly the... Um, 
So it's gone, it's rugby just goes full circle. Like Mark Nelson, he was one of the coaches who came to the Lancashire tour and signed me for sale. And he was the, he's right. the Lancashire coach, so it all goes full circle. Your contacts and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, he phoned and basically just said, "Look, Johnny's not playing. You know, I want you to be captain this week." And you know, for me, I was twenty three. Um, I hadn't. I've been captain at the Jets a little bit, um, sale, but never even thought about it to be honest. And it was unreal. Yeah, you know, lifting the cup at the end, regardless of, of how many. How many was there watching in an eighty thousand seat stadium? There's probably only about a thousand, but you, you dream of days like that when you start playing at five years old. You, of and, you and I think we won thirty six six at the time, which is a record winning margin. You know, it's been going hundred and thirty years or something stupid. The this county championship, so you know, it's nice to be involved in a record winning winning game. Really, really proud moments, uh, memories, and it'll be nice to look back on one day. I think, all gathering dust in the loft at the minute, the shirts and stuff. But, yeah. you know, as I got a little older then, uh, after about six, seven seasons, playing 30 games um, and a couple of pre-season friendlies for Sedge in 10 months, that was getting tougher. You know, you felt niggles and stuff. Yeah. I, I just felt like, I remember there was one time we'd won it uh, the, the last weekend in May. We'd had a month off. I'd been on holiday. And then I was stood on the line at Sedge, 1st of July, ready to do shuttles. And I was absolutely exhausted physically, mentally. I'd done 11 months and only had four weeks off. And I just thought, you know what? I need two months off now. So, you know, rightly or wrongly, uh, I decided to just rule myself the last five or six years. I've ruled myself out of selection for Lancs, which, you know. But I've, I've been lucky enough to, to do it for six, seven years and, and managed to, to win a couple at Twickenham and score a couple of tries. So it just felt like it was the right decision for me. I'd, I didn't want to... Carry on, carry on doing it, and then suffering with sedge sort of thing. So, yeah, that's what I did. Good man. So the last few years, mate, and you've had a, a serious injury that's <clears throat> niggled away and niggled away, and the the club have been going through a transition, haven't they? So talk us through your injury, how it come about, what the rehab happened, or why, what rehab it was, and how the club is. Turning, turning the corner now. Yeah, it's very frustrating to be honest with you. It's been uh, really tough at times. I've barely, barely been injured in my whole career. To be fair, when I was younger at Sale, a couple of little things like shin sprints, pardon me, um, sprained ankles and a, and a bad shoulder, but nothing, nothing that's kept me out for long periods. Uh, and before last season, I'd only missed about nine or ten games for Sedge since two thousand six. So I found it tough. Um, so I got injured. Not last July, the July before. We just got a new coach in, Scott Barra. First session, um, playing a game, a little touch game. Um, I tried to score a try in the corner. And as I try and turn off my foot, I, f- I felt like one of my plastic studs had snapped. You know, like um, these blades I had on. I thought, what the yeah. hell, I've only just bought them. Waste of 40 quid, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't know, I've got, I forgot the receipt. But, uh, so anyway, I carried on. <laughs> My foot feels like it's cramping up. About an hour later after the session, I took my boot off. Oh, my God. The pain just rushed to my head, um, rushed to my foot and my head. Um, so, yeah, so so I broke the, the the bottom of my foot, sort of thing, in a, in a bit of an awkward place, to be honest. So, uh, last season, I found it... Well, it wasn't last season. Yeah, it was the season before. Um, 20 games I missed. Um, so, after only missing 9 or 10 for... About 14, 13, 14 seasons, missing 20 games was yeah. ridiculous. I, I still went to to all the training sessions, plus you know, home and away games, hobbled on with the water, warm the airpiece, try and pass some messages on, uh, did some analysis in the week, trying to help the team prepare as best they could. I just felt, um, you know, huge honour being captain, and 
Um, I just felt like it would have been wrong of me to just disappear until I was, until I was fit again. To be honest, um, I think with 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 uh, the captaincy and the leadership, it comes a bit of responsibility and pressure. To be honest, and it's about setting good yeah. examples um, for others to follow, not just tossing a coin before a game. It's the little things like you know turning up for training on time and training well and being there for your teammates yeah. when you might have your own problems going on as well. I think that's really, really important. But maybe I just taken for granted for too long training twice a week you know rocking up on a Tuesday and Thursday playing 30 games um, you know and when that was taken away I, I just didn't know how to react to be honest I had some some dark days and weeks and just you know going for x-rays when you're thinking it's healed and, and you're getting told now nah, it's another three months come back into anything I just I just I remember a couple of times just getting in my car, just crying to myself, thinking, it's never going to heal. Like, no one's bothered. Like, it's just telling me to come back in three months. I need it right in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, but, uh, yeah. you know, my foot, it's feeling good now, to be honest. Um, hopefully, fully healed by now. It's been quite a while, to be honest. So, I can't wait to, to hopefully get back together when it's safe to. But, yeah, with regards to the players coming and going, you're always going to get that at clubs. Uh, I think more so the higher higher up you go. You know, when lads, are, you know, yeah. trying, clubs are trying to get promoted and stuff like that or just after a relegation. But, you know, Sedge are, are lucky. We've had quite a bit of consistency over the last few years. We've built a, a very exciting squad of players and, and, you know, that combined with a a young, uh, great group of coaches and leadership group, we, we're building we're building nicely, to be honest. We've got a good mixture of experience and talented youngsters who will hopefully take over from old, old fogies eventually. Yeah, hopefully leads to a few good wins <laughs> and a few good courts. Well, right? it goes without saying, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the goals for the next couple of years? Um, get fit, uh, stay injury free as much as I can, and help help bring the young lads through into the first team. I think we've got a lot of, like I said, a lot of young, good young lads who are, are keen to play for Sedsley. So, you know, by the time it's my time to finish playing, uh, hopefully lead the side in the, in the best possible place I can, and. You know, I'd I'd love to to win the league. To be honest with you, uh, that'd mean yeah. so much not not just to me, but the whole club. To be honest, I think most clubs around the northwest have won a a league title in the last five five or eight years. Sedge haven't been promoted since about two thousand and three or four when when they got promoted to the championship. So, you know, that hurts me more than I probably ever let on. You know, I've been there fifteen yeah. years now, sixteen next year. So to do that would be be special. Like. Good man. So be, before we leave this segment, mate, where can where can people follow you and add you and like see your vids on Snapchat? <laughs> what are your uh, usernames on oh, the socials? Snapchat, um, truck eighty six, I think it is, um, and then yeah. Twitter, essentially uh, truck. So S E D G L E Y truck. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, you're not on the book of Facebook. I'm not mate, on Facebook. You? Or... You're semi-private, yeah, mate. I don't yeah. want to know what's going on in witness and all that crap. No. What people have to <laughs> I don't see. know. You're yeah. enough of it. Yeah. All right. All right, dude. Uh, hey, John. All right, mate. Yeah, we'll go from ten again. I'll count you in, no and problem. we'll go through you one to fifteen, fella. No problem. So eight, nine. Right, Matt. So the time's come, mate, for you one to fifteen. So if you want to talk us through it and why, uh, that'll be sound, mate. Yeah, well, I hate doing this to be honest because you always feel like you're gonna you're gonna miss people out or you feel like your name dropping to be honest. But, but most of these lads that I'm gonna name in this team, I, I probably only played with once or twice or a few times. But um, 
It's not a bad little side, to be honest. Uh, I'll start at one. Uh, Avion Lewis Roberts, a uh, guy they call the fridge at Sale. Yeah. He went to Toulon as well. I think he got capped for Wales as well. He he came to Sale and mo- moved in with, with us. Um, you know, well, He was about 26 at the time and he was an overweight uh, Welsh farmer. And then he just turned into an unbelievable prop, uh, made a great career for himself. Uh, hooker, Sebastian Bruno, yeah. a player that Philippe brought over from France. Uh, number three, Petrus Duplessis, uh, para. He was a good mate of mine. We used to share a lift to Sedgley. He went on to play for Nottingham and Saracens and win a load of trophies. He's now scrum coach um, for Australia. Yeah, so doing done, really well for him. Yeah, so. really yeah. well. Absolutely made up for him, yeah. What's his uh, key thing, though? He's Harry Bob Burt, mate. Oh, I know. Yeah, have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant, that. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. I hope he got three Harry Bobs for that. Yeah. He's, not, he's not fast any on, any on if he has done. <laughs> Uh, second rows, uh, Jason White. Yeah. Uh, he was a Scottish international who played at Sale. He's an absolute animal. He's made of granite, I think. I remember doing a tackling drill and he just runs straight and half. And I tackled him and I swear to God, I got up. <laughs> I didn't know where it was. <laughs> uh, other second row, he's probably played a bit of six, to be honest, but Tom Croft uh, yeah. from England 21s. He's went on to play for England, the Lions. Um, six, so I don't know, maybe... Haskell or Rob Shaw at six, I think. Is that the six and a half, Jared? Tough to choose. The six and a half, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, But I've got a seven. Uh, There's a seven at sale. Uh, Juan Martin Fernandez Lobby. Oh, aye. Um, Unbelievable player for Argentina. Yeah. His brother played for us a second row at the time. Yeah. And and he said his brother was signing like his younger brother from Argentina. He came over. You know, he didn't look like any, didn't look like a rugby player or anything like that. He was unbelievable. But Philippe, he just kept calling him Brother of Nacho. <laughs> he kept forgetting his name. He was like, hey, Brother of Nacho. But he turned out to be unbelievable. Um, number eight, uh, guy we mentioned before, Sebastian Chabal. Absolute animal. Yeah. Uh, don't want to meet him down a dark alley. No. Um, <laughs> into the backs. Um, a nine, I played with England, 21s again, Danny Kerr. Um, could have easily had Richard Wigglesworth from Sale, who was the record appearance maker and, and uh, Premiership final winner as well. Yeah. Um, 10, Charlie Hodgson. I think um, when you're training day in, day out against you know some of these players, it makes you appreciate how good they actually are. They make everything look so easy. Charlie Hodgson, Jesus, you just... He would just hit people who hit in lines. He just picked them out every single time. He was ridiculous. He played quite a bit for England um, as well. Um, on the wings, Cueto and Ben Foden, who played a little bit of wing fullback and, and scrum half. To be honest, I lived with Ben for a couple of years. Um, great character. Didn't take himself too seriously and had a brilliant career. Censors, Sen- Toby Flood, who played a bit of 10 as well. He was at England 21s. Uh, and Elvis Sevillihi, who's a Samoan oh, yeah. international, yeah. So when I was talking before about winning the Premiership, uh, he was, uh, I think he came, did he come the year after or that year? But he, he was one of them players who'd played for Samoa and um, absolutely great player. But when internationals went away as well, you, you wasn't losing anything. Yeah. And then fullback is the king himself, Robinson. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, he can step in a bloody phone box, honestly. Some of the drills you do and you think, I've got him, I've got him, and then he's just gone. And you're like, Jesus, ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely. So like I said, probably a bit of name dropping there. I've only played with 
most of them a couple of times, but yeah. um, absolute honour. Oh, good stuff, mate. So who would your coach be? Oh, my coach. Jesus, I never even thought of that. Um, probably Tank. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's probably trying to support you. Yeah, yeah. He's probably offered me a pair of boots from my <laughs> And a diet plan. Yeah, yeah. No, I've not even thought about a coach, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, well, I think in England 21s, we had uh, Jim Mallinder. Uh, oh, yeah. He went on to, he was at Sale, went on to Northampton and stuff. I think he's with the Scottish RFU now, but he was a really good guy. He was like, uh, was scary the way he spoke to you, know, just like really gentleman. But when he said something, you just listened and you thought, right, I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> just going to shout at me, like, but really good, really good coach, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks very much, mate. And uh, like I said, I appreciate your time. No problem, no problem, mate. Um, That's absolutely fine. And yeah, we so everyone knows the socials, they can get you on. Uh, highly motivational. You have a laugh, you enjoy life. Family That's are great. It, mate. Don't take yourself too seriously. That's it. And I think not only do you epitomise and the, the club and what your family are, but you're a credit to yourself, your own little family, and the, the wider family, mate. So. Thanks very much. Oh, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate that. Good luck with uh, Trot the Egging going forward. Nice get, one, get following, mate. following, everyone. Get following. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers, I'll see you buddy. soon. Thank you, mate. To that. All right, Matt. Cheers, fella. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Thanks mate. very much, mate. Oh, no, that's awesome. That, mate. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah enjoyed it. No, you've, it's good. You've, you've been dead active then, really. You've never really had a break, have you? No. Um... To be honest, before before this injury, it, you know, you have 30 league games and, and three or four friendlies and then Lancashire. I, I'd probably, like I said, missed less than 10 games through injury. So, that's, yeah. yeah. I've done, I think it's 361 league games for Sedge. And then, obviously, friendlies and cups and Lancashire. So, it's over 400 games. And then a, bit, a few with Sale and Doncaster on loan. But, um, yeah, it's, it's mad. But I think... Just coming back from this now, you, you start. I start getting little niggles, you know, because you're probably running funny with your foot, and then yeah, you hammer your you groin up. Yeah. Just I think because we've had such a big break now, we're gonna have to properly condition ourselves to to get back. So you can't just turn up and start playing again. It's gonna kill no, us. No, you're gonna need like two, three, four friendlies, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. and, like the, the twenty minute spells and stuff e- like everyone's that. Everyone's in the same boat, though, aren't they? They're yeah. gonna have to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome, right, well, no, mate. thanks very much, mate, and I appreciate the fact you've you've done a bit of legwork yourself and out as out there. So. No, that's good, that, Cheers. mate. Hopefully, uh, yeah. hopefully it comes across all right, mate. Yeah, no, thanks very much, it does. All but, right, so uh, I'll, I'll have that edited and that'll be out Sunday yeah, from dinner time. I'll give you a shout out, mate. That's yeah, perfect, no man. worries. No, I appreciate that, Matt. Thanks junkie. very much. Going, mate. Cheers, buddy, Ta-ra, and mate. you. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Trot the Egg. We appreciate all your feedback and don't forget to like, subscribe and share the podcast to your friends and family.